Hey everyone, what is up and welcome back to the Lifestyle Lifter Show. I'm your host, your online transformation coach, Adrian McDonald, here to help you look, feel and perform better without restrictive dieting. And today I interviewed Matthew McNabb. What a great conversation it was. Matthew was previously on Love Island and Dancing with the Stars and just an all-around great guy. Matthew and I, we met at a recent business event Sean Casey hosted up in Belfast and just such a real gentleman and lovely guy to talk to. So on today's episode, while we do dive into the fitness, how he stays in shape while he travels, some of the non-negotiables he does every single week, a lot of it is orientated around the mindset, around building a good lifestyle, having a positive outlook on things in life and how Matthew himself approaches challenges. So I really do think that there will be a lot of value in this for everyone and it will just more so in the mindset side cause you to question some of your current routines your rituals your habits and ask yourself are you actually pushing yourself or are you just somewhat comfortable in your own current routine something i know myself i need to get better at if you do get fired from the show the fee is not monetary i just ask in exchange that you please let me know on instagram at mac lifestyle fitness share it with a friend or even tag me on your stories and i will repost it Podcasts generally just grow through word of mouth, which is listeners like you sharing and spreading the the good word. So I would really appreciate that. And without further ado, here is episode 51 of the Lifestyle Literature Show with Matthew McNabb. Welcome back to the Lifestyle Literature Show. And today's guest is online fitness coach, fashion model, former Dancing with the Stars and Love Island contestant, the one and only Matthew McNabb. Matthew, welcome to the Lifestyle Lifter Show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Adrian. Yeah, it's good to be, <laughs> good to be chatting with you here. Absolutely. So Matthew and I connected at uh, Sean Casey. He did a bit of a business event there just before Christmas in 22. And it was good connecting with you, Matthew. And we got to know each other a bit more. But tell me, Matthew, before I get you to share your backstory, Share something about yourself that most people do not know. Oh, geez. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty public person, like, so. Um, <laughs> um, oh, that's such a good question, which I don't know the answer to. Uh, what do people not know about me? Uh, I was massive in the tractors when I was six years old. <laughs> 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 That's probably not the answer you wanted. <laughs> wow, well, man. I, would, I wouldn't have actually guessed that by looking at you. <laughs> and I mean that in a good... Not that there's anything wrong with being into tractors, but uh, yeah, interesting. Interesting. And tell me so, Matthew, share a bit about yourself, about your backstory, um, about what you currently do and, and what interests you. Yeah, so um, I've got a pretty um, varied backstory. Um, Basically, from a career standpoint, I was in school, uh, didn't know what I wanted to do. My mom said, you've got the grades, go to law. So I did law in uni and then I didn't really enjoy it, but I was like, I had no real interest in it, I would say. Um, but the first two years didn't count towards your degree as most people did. So I just partied and stuff and was lifting throughout there i've been lifting since i was like 15 because i was super super skinny like incredibly skinny and uh, so i wanted to like pick up girls and stuff at that stage uh, so <laughs> the reason kept... we all start whether we admit it or not yeah pretty much like, <laughs> so i did all that and went through and yeah did law and then i love traveling so i moved to san diego um 
I did a master's before that as well. But um, So you got your degree in law and then you went on and did a master's and then traveled to San Diego. Yeah, I'm trying to fast forward a lot through here. There's a lot in between there. I worked in investment banking and basically I had no clue what I wanted to do. And so I did law, graduated from that, got a good uh, 2-1 out of it. And nice. no clue what I wanted to do. What's the Wolf of Wall Street? And I was like, yes, I'm doing investment banking. So I tried to investigate. <laughs> get into it. Was in an operational role in city in Belfast. Absolutely hit it. Worst year of my life. Like, um, and at that point, I was kind of like, you know what? I should really figure out what I wanted to want to do here because if I have to do that for every day for the rest of my life or every mm. week for the rest of my life, I probably won't last long. Like. Um, so I, that was my whole mission for like six months after that. I literally tried every temporary job there was just experience and just tried yeah. different things. Uh, I got in and, uh, was working in a solicitor's firm. I was working in like a renewable energy firm. I was working everywhere. So I got a very, very, uh, background, but what I found is I love startups. I love business. I love, uh, helping people and helping solutions, create solutions and stuff. So meanwhile, all the fitness stuff is all in the background. I'm doing that every day since I've been 15, still am. Um, so I always had that passion and stuff, but my overall thing was self-improvement. And so whatever that's my mind changed to really, and um, that was what I delved into. And so I went and did a master's an MBA of business administration. And then I moved to San Diego, was working for a startup out there, a really innovative startup. Um, um then my boss was worth like 30 million. And so wow. I was one-to-one -one with him like and I learned so much had the best like nearly two years of my life out there unbelievable um, and then I came home because uh, COVID the visa uh, office was closed so I didn't want to you know uh, I couldn't renew so I had to go home came home and uh, yeah then uh, ITV casting studios wrote to me on Instagram and then that's when I got onto Love Island and yeah, Love Island. Then, like a couple of months after that, did Dance with the Stars, and then you know, just trying to sort out my path since then. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Wow, a lot to unpack there, Matthew. Um, tell me. So, you you obviously you did the four year degree. You got your master's too. Was there and were you ever scared the fact that you invested four or five years of your time into this and then you wanted to pursue a career completely different? Was that something that you felt down about or were you just happy that at least you figured out at the time that this wasn't something you wanted to do long term? Yeah, no, uh, during it, I absolutely hated my life. Like, to be fair, now, that's where I actually I felt like I learned a lot that year. Probably the most I've ever learned was through that year because I absolutely hated, hated my life. And I was like, um, I'm going to have to do something about this. Like um and to be honest it was a terrible like it was just a workplace culture everything was so negative and i was like geez i would rather like be broke in thailand like spending like 20p per day on food than live this life because this is awful like yeah. uh so that was kind of the mindset behind that and it kind of i didn't have the intention that i wanted to like you know um become a better person i just want to figure out how to direct my life so you obviously get a bit pissed off during it and you're kind of like in a crappy place but then 
you kind of get a little indication here, a little indication there, and you kind of build from there, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. And tell me then, when you moved to San Diego, was that a scary move for you? The fact you were given a contract, going to a different country, or did you just embrace that challenge? No, no, that wasn't scary for me. I was living my best life. I was like, I cannot wait to get out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was not not afraid whatsoever. Um, I don't know. I feel like I did a lot of traveling. Like I did when I was 19. I did a good summer in San Francisco and stuff. So I kind of understood yeah um what it felt like to be far away from home and just relying um on yourself and stuff and i had matured quite a lot since that point so i was like i'd been to san diego like um on a road trip once and i was like i love this place so yeah i was excited to get out there and basically just like i started new so when i was out there i was like i am my number one rule is i'm not gonna um go to the Irish bar I'm not gonna go to any of the Irish sort of events the reason behind that is because I wanted to go and have a full experience because a lot of people that go away they'll go and they'll just go straight to the Irish bar yes <laughs> they'll go to the Gila club and they'll just make friends with Irish Irish friends so you'll have people from Donegal you're about in San Diego or somewhere and you just be doing the same things as you do at home really and yeah. so I was like, I want to meet a load of people from new cultures, like uh, Americans, like, you know, the whole shebang, like, and that's what I did. So I've got some of my best friends in the world are right there because I took wow. this just decision to just avoid, not take the easy route and go and put myself out in my comfort zone and just like chat to everybody and just be like, you know, like I had no friends. So I was like, I'm going to have to make friends here. So I literally... You know, I just talked to strangers, like, and that's that's how that worked. And then, like, I met one of my best friends in a sandwich shop after a night out, uh, and that he brought me. We we're like, let's go to the gym, uh, like next week or whatever. He brought me to the gym, and then we just he introduced me to different friends, and then I I met different people, went to different parties, did a lot. So yeah, you just put yourself out there, man. Wow, wow, and and then so when you had to return home with COVID. And then Love Island, speaking of putting yourself out there, how was your experience with that? Yeah, well, actually, just to uh, click on your point there, putting yourself out there, that was the big learning point from San Diego, the entire experience. I made it my goal to do something that I felt was really uncomfortable to me, like every year or as much as possible. I say this now, I do one thing every year that scares me. So when I was in San Diego, uh, the one thing that terrified me was heights. So I started off by doing like a 10 foot cliff jump and in out and thing. And 10 foot is not a lot. I'm basically 10 foot, fuck's sake. So I, I jumped off that and I was absolutely shitting myself. I was terrified. And so I did that and then I got a whole uh, endorphins and everything. I felt yeah. amazing. And then I uh, decided to take it one step further and did like a 50 foot. Uh, wow. And yeah, that was terrifying. But I just did that easier than the 10 foot one, which is funny. And then after the, the 50 foot one, I was like, all right, I'm going to do a skydive. So I did a skydive. And I swear to God, I did a skydive and I was chilling. I literally just jumped out of that plane and I was chilling. So that gave me so much confidence and momentum. So when I got back home, um, 
you naturally go into the same way of thinking as you were before because you're in the same uh, circumstances and the situation is might be a little different, but it's pretty much the same. So you go home and you're just like sitting in your house and stuff out in the country or whatever, and you're used to your comforts and life's not very eventful. And so I think uh, it's very easy to get trapped into your same mindset of, you know, doing the comfortable things and avoiding discomfort. And so that's where I was like, it just happened to be at that time. Um, ITV wrote to me and I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to do that. And so I went through like six stages of interviews, like no intention of like, or no care if I got it or not. It was more or less that they reached out to me and they're like, can you fill in this form? And I was like, yeah. Can you have this call with this person? I was like, yeah. Can you do all this? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So eventually uh, they're like, um, can you fly to Spain? And I was like, yeah. So I flew out to Spain. I was out there. And that's that's what happened. So I did that. Um, and then I did, that was the thing that scared me that year. And then the year after happened to be Dancing with Scar- Stars. So that was the thing that scared me this or last year and this year starting starting a, a new company that I'm investing good money into. So that's the thing that scares me this year. I don't think I got scared or not. <laughs> yeah, wow, wow. So essentially what you're saying there is just feeling the fear, doing it anyway, embracing these challenges. It's led from one thing to the other, whether it was the skydive in San Diego not being afraid to go on live television on Love Island, Dancing with the Stars. Tell me about Dancing with the Stars. How uncomfortable was that for you? Like, did you have any prior dancing experience, Matthew? Or mm. Yeah, absolutely none. No dancing experience, no performance experience. I told them on the show, which was quite funny, because uh, I had a flashback. and I was like, I just realized the only um, performance experience I've had is doing an activity play when I was like nine years old and I was just <laughs> the back end off the donkey. I was like under, you know, it's like a donkey. They're pretending to be a donkey and I was the arse of the donkey. And that was the only performance experience I had. I was so, so shy, like growing up. And um, I think... I still am. I think I'm like introverted to a certain extent. Like I, I can talk to people. I, I enjoy talking to people. And I, um, you wouldn't think I was introverted. Jesus went on reality TV, but um, that all comes from just developing myself. I don't think I'm naturally like an extrovert. Um, so yeah, doing Dancing with Stars. Now, I'll say that my previous experiences of the skydiving, the Love Island and stuff, that made my um senses of you know levels of fear the borderline like increased sort of so it wasn't as scary as it would have been so mm. i i don't get me wrong i was a little bit nervous going out but i wasn't too bad but i was looking at other people going out and they were terrified i was like i feel like that i would be super afraid but it was the fact that i already pushed myself and i'm used to going through discomfort uh over and over again and that's what really, really helped me. Yes, yeah, yeah. And as someone who's played team sports, Matthew, I sometimes would have had performance anxiety, but I found what worked well for me was just visualization, having a bit of quiet time in the morning before the game or the morning off the game, or even like um some gym sessions, I'd set a target of hitting a PR. And what I would do is I'd, I'd visualize the lift beforehand. So it's like, it's already happened in your mind. You've played it over in your mind. Now it's just happening in reality. Did you like, did you have any 
or practice any form of mindfulness, Matthew, to help you overcome the overcome the nerves of performing up on stage in live television? From that stage, I'll tell you what, I'd say no. But when I was in San Diego, I did a lot of gratitude journaling. And that was okay. the for me. And that got me into a mind space of positivity first. And um, I'm not sure I'm an, an optimist, but I feel like I was loving life more so because every day I was waking up and I was doing some sort of gratitude journal. And I did like these mantras and all. And this is all like kind of wishy-washy shit like but I love it. I love all me, of this. Yeah, for me it worked like and it was also it was just the habit of doing it every single day and saying to yourself, um, you know, this is this is my life. This is great. This is it's literally just pointing out the obvious to your brain. So I'd be like um thankful for my family or i would say i would actually rephrase i say thank you for my family thank you for the sun thank you for you know uh being able to lift 100 kg or whatever you know blah blah, blah. just thank you thank you thank you and throughout the day i would be like i look at a nice site or something i just say thank you and it is wishy-washy bullshit but it just gets you into the mindset of uh being positive and being grateful so literally all your, your your circumstances aren't changing the only thing that's changing is you're changing your perception that that circumstance and so perception for me is reality perception is your reality you could look at a problem completely different to what i look at it because your perception is different because of the mind space you're in because of your um circumstances in life because of how you're raised because of numerous factors because you're bullied when you're like 10 10 years old whatever all that can impact your perspective so some people look at things in a naturally negative light and that's a lot to do with their their previous experiences and everything that's built into their their perspective so if you can reframe that perspective to be positive then you've got a competitive advantage on other people and um, generally just life it's like a cheat code absolutely yeah something i heard tony robbins say before um you cannot be simultaneously grateful and negative at the same time and just by i i think honestly just having gratitude and appreciation for the small things because if you can't appreciate the small things like i just really enjoy a morning coffee a sunrise walk maybe a sea swim a gym session meeting some friends having dinner with your family it's these small things that if you just if you if you consciously appreciate them, you're just going to be happier and more present in the moment, Matthew. I really like that. I kind of stoicism approach there. That yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. But saying that, like I I um I'm very like I'm preaching about this because I believe in it, but I haven't been good at practicing it the past while, and I can notice it in myself, like yeah. Uh, so this is kind of a reminder to myself that I need to start doing that again, start like actually, you know, reviewing my circumstances of life and actually looking at, you know, the the thing we were talking about earlier as well. Like, am I going towards my fears as much as I should be? Probably not. Like the the idea of starting a business um, with a lot of capital, like where I'm risking a lot of capital is scary, but it's scary only to like a certain extent. I feel like I should be, and doing things that make me uncomfortable now when i uh, when i say that as well being it doesn't have to be scary and uncomfortable are the same thing if you know what i mean they're all under the same bracket so you could be uncomfortable and just go do a cold shower that's 
that's improving your tolerance and stuff. So um, basically that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, I should probably take my own advice. Like I have done in the previous, um, like previous parts of my life, but I haven't been as rigid as implementing as I was then. And I'm looking back onto those points and I'm realizing that I was the most happy I ever was because of those. Absolutely. Yeah. Those daily doing something every single day that puts you out of your comfort zone, a lot to be said for it and something I know myself, I can certainly <laughs> get better at Matthew and tell me, Matthew, um, a common, a common challenge amongst, I'm not even going to say it's a challenge, but a common thing a lot of people say, and I would have said it in the past too, is I'll be happy when, you know, I'll be happy when I get the six back. I'll be happy when I, for me, for instance, I used to be a primary school teacher, taught for four and a half years. And in my final, in my final year of teaching, Matthew, I, I got to a stage of overwhelm because started the, like I would have been doing in-person coaching up until pre-pandemic. During the pandemic, I had to pivot to fully online coaching. Went back to school that September. And it was basically, you know, go to, obviously get up in the morning beforehand, like five o'clock, do a gym session go to school, take care of all of that, get home. And then it was like just consultation calls, coaching my clients in the evening. And I got to a stage where it was overwhelmed. And at that time, then I told myself, I'll be happy when I quit the teaching and I'll be a full-time coach. But then, you know what? I, I had new challenges then when I became a full-time coach because going on to what you said there about reframing, I was I was almost overwhelmed then with like just new clients and on board and everything. So I had to reframe that as you know what, I'm anti grateful, I'm anti lucky that these people are interested in my services. So I had to hire an assistant coach then. But it's just something that I know myself I've been guilty of in the past and I will be guilty of in the future. But for someone who's saying I'll be happy when I reach a goal weight, I get a draw, you know, the job, Matthew, and they're focused just only on the outcome, the end results, but not the process. What advice would you give to that individual? Yeah, well, you you said it like it's literally what you said. You're not gonna be happy until you succeed at something, and then who's who says you're gonna succeed at something? Like you could try, and you might fail. Like hopefully you won't, but you'll you'll realize stuff as well. But to be honest, I think that's the most important thing. I can't really explain it why, but you just need to be grateful for the now because otherwise. Like if that goal is, for example, I'll use my circumstances. If I have this goal, uh, if I want to, you know, get this mark, this app to market and really like build an amazing business out of, out of that, that could be like uh, realistically probably one to two years down the line. So I'm not going to be, ha- be happy for one to two years of my life. I'm 28 now. Like what, like I could be guaranteed 28 years and that's it or I could be guaranteed you know 90 but that's a significant portion of your life so realistically like that's it's just illogical you know where you're literally like waiting for something so instead if you can uh, revert back to what I was saying earlier is the gratitude journey if you can be grateful for the small things if you can be grateful for the present I I am an incoherent mind so I literally go from point to point and just remember stuff in my own brain from when I had it. So I was on Dancing with the Stars. And there was one week in particular, I was getting, so I was, I was getting mad, but like I was getting terrible uh, scores the first couple of weeks. I was getting, I was getting like twos and threes. 
like by the judges and i was like jesus christ i'm not this bad i'm actually half decent and you're just like marking me terribly so i got really pissed off but also it affects your confidence because you're like oh god i have to go out there and they're gonna rinse me again like yeah. and um so there was one week where i was like feeling all that negative energy and stuff and i was behind the the curtains and stuff and i just had this really realization that this moment's never going to happen again you know and it sounds it doesn't sound as impactful as it feels so if you actually think about it like this moment right here where i'm talking to you is never going to happen again you know and it's it may not be the best moment it may not be the worst moment but it's a moment that is happening in your life and is happening in time and so that's never going to happen again and so that's the way you have to think about it um so yeah i can't remember my mind went but yeah that was kind of fun <laughs> and and tell me matthew how did you deal with some of that negativity from the judges or even on on love island did you get any hate off people on the internet and social media was there any negative comments thrown your way um for Love Island, I was very lucky. Um, I was seen as kind of a nice guy on it. I am a nice guy, so I like that that came across. <laughs> uh, but um, a lot of people don't. They get, like, the guys really get a tough time in Love Island. Like, some of them are douchebags, but a lot of them are yeah. really nice guys. Uh, but it's just the entertainment business and reality TV. Uh, so I wasn't too bad. The way I look at it is everyone has an opinion so you've got you might think i've said this example so many times uh not you um but a girl over there might think that i'm like the prettiest guy she's ever seen the most handsome guy she's ever seen the girl right next to her her friend is might think i'm the ugliest guy that I, she's ever seen neither one is correct but both can have that opinion so why are you clinging on to either one of those opinions like you know what I mean? That's why that's the way I framed it in my mind. What worked for me? Everyone will have that opinion. Nobody's is entirely correct. So just go with what your morals and what you feel is right. Perspective. Unreal. Unreal. And Matthew, as someone like yourself who travels a lot, you're obviously in great shape as well. So what are some what are some ways that you've managed to stay in shape while traveling around the world the last the last while? For me, it all boils down to the sim simplicity of uh, lifestyle, really. Like, I will go to the gym when I'm away because I like it, you know. Um, but if you don't like it, if you're away for holidays or something, it's not really going to make a difference, like, one to two weeks. Uh, but I like it. I You're naturally moving because you're in the heat more. Um, and I like and I just eat a lot of protein and just protein, like chicken, meats, all the nice foods that you get away, all the healthy, organic foods like you get in Europe, typically, and um, not in the States, their, their food is terrible. <laughs> generally, uh, just eat protein and move, really dial it down the simplicity of what, what gets you in a good shape. And it's just moving more, eating uh, good food and just, uh, yeah, enjoying yourself. And are you following like any current training program, Matthew, or what's your training currently look like? My training, I have not been great because I've been just fully focused on this app and stuff. But um, I do the 
the basically the basics of what I'm doing now is I'm trying to emphasize a more uh, aesthetic shape, just creating that V as much as possible. So I'm working a lot with my lats and yeah. my delts. So that's literally what I'm doing, focusing on those. Um, and then every Monday, because Laura's my girlfriend is on Dancing with the Stars right now, her yeah. schedule is not busy. So uh, I said to her, she was like missing the gym. I was like, I said to her, right. Every Monday we're going to do leg day. So every Monday we do leg day. So I my hip thrusts and all are my bunda's getting big now because all the hip thrusts. <laughs> but yeah, I do that. Yeah, yeah, I get it about four or five times a week, like not too bad. Um awesome. Not, I saw you not, not as focused and as rigid as as sometimes I like. I feel like if you want to make a massive difference in the shortest window possible for me anyway. And uh, the big thing is just having that rigid, you know, routine or uh, workout routine where you can progressive overload your track and your weights. You got your notepad or your app or whatever the fuck it is. And you track your weights and you improve every week and just do it really methodically. Give everything to every session. Do it for 12 weeks. Really dial in your diet. And I find the difference is mad if you can do that. But it takes a lot. It needs to be the main focus, I feel like, for if you want to make a massive difference in a short time. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you want to do? What are you willing to do? What won't you do? And sometimes, you know, going all in and that intensive approach, it obviously, there's so many benefits, but there's an opportunity cost as well. You might not be going out at the weekend. I know you're in Florida for the Christmas, so you might mm-hmm. got to say no to some of the nice foods you're being presented to. There's always an opportunity cost. Do you count your calories around the Matthew or is it just like mostly real foods, protein at every meal? And just understand the fundamentals. Uh yeah, I'm I'm really uh dialed back with everything. Like when I'm when I'm really trying to get into amazing shape, I'll try and I'll count my calories, but I uh dial it back now to so I want to do a bulk. And so what I dial that back down to is I need to eat like five to six meals per day with protein in them. And I, if you get in around there, five to six meals, and uh, then you're gonna hit in around your calories and so that's fine for me i feel like that's fine for pretty much everybody else like just hit your three minutes or whatever uh that equates to roughly around your calories and you're good to go generally absolutely and what what are some of the favorite gyms that you would have you would have gone to or traveled to matthew um, uh, <laughs> over the past couple of years Marbella has unbelievable gyms like yes. have, uh, rail club Dal is a great gym now there's a lot of t- testosterone heads in there like so that was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a really good gym that was like uh you can see all the supercars and all outside them i forget what it was called it was really nice and was that was ultimate like, performance no no it's like uh it's the io that's what it's called oh the io i wasn't there actually yeah yeah, yeah. it's lovely like it's kind of out of the way but it's like a wellness spa it's expensive like uh i think it's like 300 uh, per month or something but um yeah it's really nice uh san diego's got great gyms as well san diego uh, where i lived all outdoor gyms like us and stuff and there is a uh, tg which is like a massive massive gym and john cena and stuff was in there and different ones unreal like, hey, i swear i seen the biggest guy ever he was like seven foot tall and he looked like the mountain from game of thrones where he <laughs> just train out of his eyeballs like but yeah <laughs> there, there's something nice matthew about lifting weights in the sun 
Yeah, I do. I think it's brilliant, especially for your, your health as well, because vitamin D, you're absorbing that vitamin D and you're getting that energy from the sun and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I believe in it. Unreal. And, and tell me so, Matthew, something you're excited about, you're bringing up, you're launching an app this year? Uh, Hopefully this year. Now, it's it's different. It's not really, it's related to health, health and well-being, and, but it's not probably going to be i probably won't release it to like my followers or anything or just yeah. uh, it's more b2b um company okay so i'll be working i'm working away on that hopefully depend on the app developers timeline and stuff uh we'll see but yeah it's it's very exciting now there's a lot of work in it but it's very exciting very rewarding and um yeah hopefully by the end of the year i'll have brought it to market that'd be great yeah how do you deal with with stress, Matthew? Of do you have like dead set deadlines for yourself, or are you more? I know there's always going to be stress in work, but how do you? What are some ways that you found just to, even what I find sometimes hard, Matthew. I don't know if you can relate to this. Is just winding down at night, like not not bringing your work with you to bed, and you're waking up in the middle of the night, and the first thing you think of is you know something business related, or have you found have you? Is there anything, any good practice you found that's actually helped you with that? Or yeah. is that even a challenge of yours? <laughs> <laughs> I am very methodical when it comes to writing things down and stuff. So I've got my notes uh, on my laptop. I've got every stage uh, of the build and of the launch to market, all this. I've got everything wrote down step by step with deadlines. So I know exactly what needs gotcha. done. And if I can think of things along the way that need added into this stage this stage i'll put them in and put a deadline so that my i'm not thinking oh here's this thing oh, flip i forgot about that thing oh, you know what i mean so it's just all there and it's kind of like i don't need to think overly about it i i get to use my mind in more creative ways to understand like what what problems i'm going to face and just delve deeper into thinking of it so um i think writing things down is the best way to to declutter your mind hundred percent a hundred percent right at what you're going to do and just hold yourself accountable to it absolutely it's the old way i know there's a lot of fancy apps out there i think you can write it down in your notes but i just think it's a different effect if you just literally get out a pen and paper and put it down there what exactly you're going to do yeah i i like i mean i i prefer putting on my my phone or my laptop but yeah either whatever works for a person like it's not there's no right or wrong there's no set rule exactly one thing I do think that is important though is writing a deadline beside it because yes. otherwise then you just gotta let it just drag on and then you'll forget about it so it's literally you have to have that deadline beside it and just be be realistic with the deadline but also uh, be fairly strict with yourself yeah awesome awesome Matthew before we wrap it up we'll just do a few rapid fire and uh, then we'll call it a day so first one Matthew what is one new habit you would have implemented in the last year one new habit I'm so bad at these quick fire questions. Uh, do, 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 do. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, I'm so bad. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. I can't think of anything on, on the spot here. Gra- I suppose gratitude journey. That's that's been something. Well, what's what's one of the what's a daily non-negotiable for you? So something that, regardless of the day of the week, do you have like something that you do every single day? Yeah, I uh, wake up 
and I uh, get a shower. <laughs> <laughs> cold shower or hot shower? Yeah, a hot shower. I try to get a cold shower the other time. It's great, like, but I, I prefer uh, plunge, plunge pills. Uh, no, I think going to the gym, I don't have daily non-negotiables, but I do have weekly ones. Weekly. So like, yeah. um, I'll have four to five times uh, to the gym. That's like a pretty much non-negotiable. Then I'll aim for five to six minutes. Then I'll do 30 minutes of research and development for my new company at least. And I'll, uh, I wrote down another one, which is I want to do post three to five videos on Instagram or readers or whatever. So yeah. I will get to that last one. Now I'm trying to starting to get into the, the rhythm of it. And, um, but yeah, the first, first ones I've done pretty well. Like this awesome. Year. Awesome. When you think of the word success from Matthew, who is the first person that comes to mind? Oh, from a business point of view, my, my head just goes to, to Elon Musk and all, and all those ones. And all. he's not a very popular name, like, but, um, Class. yeah, I go to, I go to the people that follow what they're interested in and I've built something from it and I've yeah. not afraid to be themselves, you know? Um, so I think the most, the bravest and the most successful people are the ones who are not afraid to be themselves and not afraid to go out in their own path and also have like a, like a really, really strong, um, conviction to what they're doing, despite awesome all society's external feedback if you could go back to if you could give advice to your 18 year old self Matthew what's one piece of advice you'd give him I would say move away as soon as possible move to another country uh, live by yourself for and talk to as many people um, if you can do that then you're just going to it's just got to snowball and you're just going to become, become a better person. You're just going to become so much more evolved from everybody else. Because I feel like everybody um, in Ireland where we grew up is quite rural. Like yeah. even the cities are quite rural, like compared to like a lot of like countries and stuff like New York and all those ones. So most of us in Ireland are living in a quite rural, isolated environment where, you know, you've got your house, and then you're not really talking to anybody throughout the day. You're not really talking to that many people. You're not really meeting that many new people every day. And so if you're able to completely take yourself away from that sort of echo chamber of like opinions and stuff that are just going around, then you can get out, develop a new perspective um, and really develop yourself, meet new people and just realize that life's so much bigger than just that internal little wow. thing. That's awesome, man. That's unbelievable. Okay, final two, Matthew. I really love that one. What do you feel is the most underrated gym exercise that people should do more of? Lateral raises is 100% the best one. Um, I'll follow that up by rear delt raises and um, single arm cable rows. I think those, I'm curious. Yeah. Those three are the best to develop. Uh, uh, aesthetic physique class yeah i lala raises rear delt rear delt work and and rose absolutely no arguing there <laughs> final one so matthew what is one question you wish people asked you more oh um i 
not one question, but one um, genre of questions I would say is definitely the mindset stuff because I think everybody wants to know how to get like you know the killer body or whatever, or they want to know how to build mm. a business and know all this like and all that comes down to the mindset of the person like the most successful people really are the ones that have an amazing mindset before all that stuff because like you look at the guys who can like build build the worst products possible like the crappy products are like take them and they can sell them because of their mindset and the way their positivity and how infectious they are like they can sell a dream to people now i'm not saying that's a that's a great uh thing to sell ter- terrible product to people but i'm saying their mindset behind, mindset behind it yeah i think that's 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 something that everybody can take and if you can do that and really develop your mindset then you're going to be light years ahead of everybody else unreal matthew i really want to thank you for for hopping on i absolutely love your integrated lifestyle fitness approach and you seem to have like just a lot of things going on in your life that you're not just in one in one single bucket. It's like you have a lot of variety there, which which it seems to be working really well for you, Matthew. And yeah. for anyone for anyone listening there, what are one to three takeaways that you'd like them to implement after hearing after hearing you speak? Yeah, well, that's great, actually. You know what? I would say the main thing um, is it depends. It all depends on what your life circumstances are because it's hard to cover like an entire population yeah. with, with one. I'm going to guess that there are people that are into fit, fitness or want to get their body in a good place by your listeners and stuff and want to improve self-improvement. So the place where self-improvement is coming from is your mindset. So that's the number one thing. So if you can try and optimize your mindset, um to optimize your perspective on life uh then you're going to be so much happier you're going to be so much success more successful than everybody else because your perception is reality and if you can see even a negative thing and see that as here's an opportunity for me to improve um then that's massive that is massive and uh, number two is like depends on your circumstances but if you can try and experience something new like where you can go away live away live abroad and even just move out of your house or whatever and just try to live by yourself and just become a little bit more independent gain your own mindset and i think that's really beneficial third thing which kind of taps into the first thing is uh to go and challenge yourself do something that you're afraid of or makes you uncomfortable and so as i said for me that was heights then that was uh love island then i was reality tv with uh, dancing with the stars and yeah i gotta i gotta follow my own advice a little bit more on that one i've done the business thing this year but i think i gotta do something bigger again but i think if you can do that then i'll develop your confidence i'll show that these big things that you build up in your mind aren't that big and you can you're actually a lot stronger than um than you think you're Oh, Matthew, this has been amazing, man. Really, really enjoyed our, our conversation. Love your love your mindset, love your approach. It's very clear you do a lot of work on yourself every single day. And I know it's it's been such so great talking to you, Matthew. For anyone here who wants to learn a bit more about you, what you offer, Matthew, where's the best place to send it? 
Yeah, no, thanks for having me on as well. It's been really, really good. Uh, just my Instagram, I've got TikTok as well, but I'm not that active on it. Um, I would say just ma- at Matthew underscore McNabb. That's M-A-C-N-A-B-B. And yeah, I'll, I'm trying to post a lot more content now. I'm like, I, uh, I, I was slacking at the start of the year, but I just had a little bit of a little... A lot of uh, plates spinning, as you said, and I kind of just needed to clear my head. But yeah, no, thank you very much for the opportunity. As well. I'll, I'll post uh, I'll post all the links in the show notes. Matthew, thank you so much for hopping on. And for any listener out there who did get value, please tag Matthew at Matthew McNab- Matthew underscore McNab and me at Mac Lifestyle Fitness and IG, and we will reshare it. Matthew, thank you so much. This has been a great conversation. I appreciate your time. Yep, thank you very much.